Josh Gordon is reinstated and signs with the Chiefs. We discuss the over and under on how many weeks before his next suspension and much, much more coming up on Armchair Football. Well, Mason, uh, it's been a few weeks. I don't think we've uh, had a chance to get on something come up, plumbing, sickness, all sorts of crazy stuff. So uh, we got a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, three weeks. Uh, was it a week before? Yeah, started? yeah, we, yeah we, we haven't had one. This is our first of the actual season. So uh, pretty excited about it. Yeah, we got a good uh, sample size for, I mean, three you, games. That's Well, and that's kind of what we're going to first. So three games in, you can kind of form your own impression of how the season's going to plan out for each team. Uh, and that's kind of where I want to go right away. So we're we decided we're going to do some new segments so you guys can uh, can know what to expect week in and week out from us. Uh, and we're starting the new so the first new segment is going to be called Crown Cut or Cool It. And uh, we're going to take teams that and this week is really easy because we can pick the three and O teams, uh, and then we can pick the O and three teams. And decide from there. And we'll have different teams every week. And what we decide, if we're going to crown them champs already, if we're going to cut them and be done with them for the year, or if we're just going to cool it and chill on them. So the first thing we're going to go over is, is uh, I think the before we get to that, is the Gordon signing. And I really want to get Mitch's take on his over-under on how many games before he's suspended. Um, so I'm actually planning on calling Mitch uh here in a minute, but what do you think on on this um, as far as the signing of Josh Gordon? Do you think he's going to get significant playing time? Uh, he's getting up there in age, isn't he? I mean, he's mid-20s now, right? How many teams has he been on? We should have looked that up. Um, well, he's been on quite a few. Uh, it, the question is, is how long is it usually before he gets suspended again? Now, Mitch made a good point that uh, I think the NFL is not testing for weed anymore or – if they get vaccinated, they're not testing for weed anymore. I don't know. If that's the case, I think we're all in the green. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> you see where I went there? Hold on. Hold on. Ready? Oh, that's not the right one. No, that's not it either. There we yeah, go. There we go. Um, yeah, I don't know. Has he ever played a full season? That's uh, I think he question. did early in his career um, before he, you know, got caught the first time because after that you're always randomly tested. And so, uh, you know, it's not random at that point. I mean, you got to follow the rules, but it's the other thing. There's much worse things that they could be doing too. So at the same time, I yeah, don't. I mean, it's it's not like it's a performance enhancer. So no. who who cares? Uh, you know, it's. I think it's more on who you're hanging out with. You know, who you're spending your time with. Yeah, uh, is he uh, trying to still hang out with his old buddies? That that, I, and I don't know anything about his life. I shouldn't even make a comment on it because I don't know. Um, He's not selling it. He's not into the hard stuff that we are aware of. Um, he's just smoking some reefer. I mean, I, I don't really care. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. One, it's going to be hard to get on the field because you're going against a lot of good hands already. I'm guessing Kansas City got him fairly cheap. I didn't see what they signed I, him for. I haven't seen anything either, but I'll be, I, I don't think they would have signed him if they were happy with Hardman not be, being more than a uh, – uh, a gadget guy, yeah, a speedster. 
Um, they're not seeing that, you know, saw some drops, some passes that, that should not have been intercepted were intercepted off hands in that first, uh, the second game against with Pringle. Um, you know, I just see, think they're seeing inconsistencies. And so they need a true number two guy that can take some pressure off Hill. Because this last game, Hill didn't have a whole lot of opportunities. No. Uh, you know, if Travis Kelsey gets hurt, they're kind of screwed. Yeah, he, um, Hill was locked down. I don't. I think he got so under 80 yards or something like that. I think he had, over, he had over 100. Did he? But, but uh, you know, still, I mean, you got to have a number two. And I think if he plays at 80% of the level he did uh, as his first few years in the league. Now, granted, he's 30. So wide receiver has a, a, a steep decline, but he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him, you know. Cheap. As long as I'm he comes he in wasn't. weight good, you know. Yeah, yeah. What did they say? Practice squad this week, maybe next week, and then start. You know, it's tough to tell. I mean, Andy Reid's not known for a, a, a light playbook. I mean, he, he's pretty heavy on the playbook, and he's got to form some chemistry with, with uh, you know, Mahomes. Mahomes doesn't throw the average ball either. They're coming from weird angles. They're coming fast and hard a lot of times. And so you got to adjust that. And I think that's some of Pringle's problem. He, they, they come fast. And yeah. He can't react fast enough. So, uh, you know, I, I have my doubts that uh, that he'll be a contributor. Uh, I can see him if he stays with the team. He said he wanted to be somewhere long-term. I can see him next year being a, ma- a major contributor. Uh, but I, I don't think they signed him to, to go out there and win the Super Bowl this year. I think they still have a chance. But, um, you know, we can, we can kind of address that a little bit later. So uh, I'm going to try to call in Mitch right now. Let's see if uh, he actually picks up here. One second. Let's see here. Let's see if the there we go. Can you guys hear that? Oh, make sure I got to get the. Uh, see, I don't hear any headphones. Yeah. Well, If he answers. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Oh, there. Mitchell. Okay. So we'll try to call him here in a minute. But uh, so we'll do our, our first uh, first bit, um, see if he calls in. Uh, we're going to start with Crown Cut or Cool It. And we'll start with the 3-0 and o teams. And you tell me which one it is for you. Uh, we'll start with the, the AFC West because they have two in there. And that's the Raiders first. Are you sold on them? Yeah, I think they look good. I mean, they're a playoff team, in my opinion. Um, Super Bowl, I don't know if we go quite there far, but uh, Derek Carr looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, I think he has the most passing yards as right now. Um, but he looks good. He's beaten a, what the Ravens is a good win. Um, I'm trying to think of who. See, and that's where, you know, I, I, I look at their, their schedule and go, Okay, so who who have who have they beaten? Uh, you know this this season, um, and I was just trying to trying to hop in and, and take a look. Um, I don't think their schedule's been too too heavy, so you you gotta wonder you know, the quality of team they're playing. I see. I would say it, it's not poor quality, but it's not great quality. It's it's good quality because they played the Ravens, and then I want to say there's the Dolphins, and then I want to say maybe Arizona. Um, or no, they didn't play Arizona because Arizona's undefeated too. Uh, it's a lot better than the Broncos. The Broncos have literally played out. Oh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, but so, I think I would say I'm, I'm buying in on the Raiders. So I, the Raiders have played Baltimore um, the first week, and they beat Baltimore in overtime. 
They beat Pittsburgh, who comes out and looks good some weeks, not so good the next weeks. And then uh, they they beat. Uh, you know what? I'm looking. I'm. This is is this right? Oh no! That this, I I apologize. I'm looking at uh, uh, preseason. Right? Is that no, right? That seems right. No, I got it. No, I got it. Yep. And then they beat Miami, and. You know, Miami just got the living crap kicked out of them by Buffalo the week before. So, am I ready to put the Raiders in that? I'm going to say cool it on them. I don't think they're bad. I think they definitely have the potential to be a playoff team this year, finally. Um, but I, I'm going to say cool it on the Raiders. I, I'm i in the mix between Crown. I don't know. I wish there was something in between Crown and cool it because I'm right in the middle. I think they're a top 10 team in the league right now. They're definitely, I think they'll make it to the playoffs. Right now, they're they're leading the division at the moment. Okay, um, Mitch, Mitch is ready. I'm going to call him. He's terrible about answering his phone. You know that, right? Every time. <laughs> and watch, he doesn't answer again. Hello? Hey, Mitch. How hey, we, how we doing? I'm good. Good, good. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get some insight on a couple things. Uh, first of all, from you. So the first thing is we just started a new segment called Crown Cut or Cool It. And uh, since you you butted in during that conversation, you got to pick. Are you gonna crown them? Are you gonna cut them? Or are you gonna just chill for a bit on them? Uh, we're doing the three and O teams. The first one to be the Raiders. I'm I'm gonna chill on them. Okay. Uh, my reasoning, you know, I mean, the Raiders think they've looked great. Their cards played well, but, um, you know, I, I think they're kind of playing above um, their 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 talent level. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're playing a little bit better than what I think they'll end up at the end of the year. Well, and, and they've gone two had two games go to overtime already, and and one of them was Miami, who just got the living crack kicked out of them by Buffalo, playing with a backup quarterback. So. You know, I, I said I said cool it, and Mason's between Crown and Cool it. He thinks they're a top ten team. Well, I, I think one thing that we do know is their division isn't as good as what they thought it would be at the beginning of the year. <laughs> nice ding. <laughs> uh, you're enjoying that. I, I, I you know, the 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 most uh, I worked all day with Mitch today, and the the main thing out of his his mouth, I think I heard it at least a hundred times, is one and two, one and two. So, <laughs> you you know how that goes. So, uh, I, I, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I said I just had to throw that in there. Right, right. Well, so your segment uh, is going to be Mitch's locks of the week. So, out of all the games we got going on this week. Who? Uh, what? What is your your best bets? Give me give me two if you can. Well, you know, I I really want to take Kansas City on a rebound game. You know, I, I give you some shit about them. Um, you know, they're they're favored by seven. Uh, but I I heard an interesting stat not like too long ago that Kansas City in their like last I'm not for sure how many games it is, but I want to say it's their last twelve. Is the worst team against the spread in the NFL, and I think that comes just from a little bit of um, how good they have been. It, people kind of overestimate and think they're going to blow the, everybody out. So I'm going to stay away from that, but I'm going to stay in the division. Um, I think everybody's a little high on the Baltimore Ravens right now, and everybody's underestimating the Denver Broncos, especially the Denver Broncos at home. So I'm going to take the Denver Broncos at home plus one. I, I think it's a good bet, especially since, you know, Baltimore coming off that Kansas City win. 
and that uh, Justin Tucker's 66-yard field goal um, at the end. So everybody's a little high on Baltimore. And I, I just think uh, Denver takes care of business at home. Um, that would be probably my lock of the week there. Okay. Put the put the put the uh, the money on Denver. He says plus one. Which I'll be honest, my opinion is uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I think they're overestimating Denver a little bit. I thought that the spread would be a little bit more. And I agree with you. Uh, you know, when I first seen it, I I need to learn how to trust my eyes a little bit because it it, it it's it looks like sucker bet written all over it. You know, everybody's <laughs> going to be hammered Baltimore. Right. I'd be I'd be I'd be interested to see what the amount of money is on the Baltimore side because I think a lot more is going to be of the public going to be betting Baltimore compared to Denver. And now I'm not saying, you know, neutral site or in Baltimore, you know, the Ravens wouldn't take care of business. I think there's some question marks on their defense. Uh, Detroit not being the best team, hanging with them, <laughs> probably should have won the game. Kansas City's the same. Kansas City should have won that game. Um, the Clyde edwards Hilar fumble at the end of the game. You know, so I, I think Baltimore's not as good as what people think. I think they got a lot of question marks. I just think Denver at home and mile high, it's a tough place to play. I, um, I, I just think their defense and Teddy Bridgewater, he's actually playing pretty good football right now. Their running game's been solid. I just, I, I think it's a, I think it's a lot. Okay, I, I think Denver is a much improved team from last year, and I, I, I think it's a. Uh... It's it's scary if they get if they get to be a good football team that division is going to be really tough with the Raiders kind of on the rise and the Chargers certainly are, are looking better than they have in years so that's that's your one lock so I got to ask you and, and this is this can be your number two I need the over under on how many games uh, Gordon plays for the Chiefs Melvin Gordon no I, oh I, oh Josh Josh Gordon. Uh, you know, they they had him pictured in his Chiefs uni already this year on Twitter. I've seen. Um, you know, one one thing about bringing in a veteran guy like that, bringing him into an established NFL locker room where there's already established leaders in Kansas City, I think it's one of the better places for him. I, I really do. Um, now, Kansas City has a lot of weapons, so as far as what impact he makes. That's still a question, but I, I think it's a really good spot for him. I think Kansas City really doesn't have that big bodied receiver, uh, so he kind of fits a role well with them. But I, I mean, I would take. I mean, what what do you guys have the over under at? We, I, we I think we, we didn't even we didn't even set one. This this was a question just for you, man. Okay, I mean, I I, I think he plays the whole year and throughout the playoffs with them, okay. and then they they re, depending on his impact on. On their offense, I mean, they reevaluate, maybe signing them to, you know, multi-year deal. Nothing, nothing crazy as money-wise goes. I mean, it would be a very team-friendly contract, but right. I mean, it, that's where I would see them at. You know, kind of a wait and see, and I, I think he'll blend well with that locker room already having Mahomes and Kelsey and and those established leaders, Tyron Matthew already mm-hmm. in that locker room. You know, yep. he doesn't have to be a guy that people look up to, he's just going to kind of blend in and do his thing. Well, and, you know, I, I, I was reading that his decision to go to Kansas City over some of the other ones they did have the option to work for was he wants to go to somewhere where he has a, an opportunity to be a long-term player. You know, obviously at 30, you're not too long, but, uh, you know, a three-, four-year uh, in the mix with them. It kind of made his decision. So I hope Andy Reid can field him in because he, he's pretty good at uh, uh, wrangling uh, his his players, uh, maybe not his own kids, but his players. 
And, you know, the the Le'Veon Bell situation makes it interesting, too, because, you know, a lot of people were excited about him being in Kansas City and That's thought true. he was going to make a big, big mm-hmm. impact. And he kind of got there, and he didn't really have a huge role because they do have a lot of playmakers on that side of the ball. So, right. I mean, as far as the impact Josh Gordon makes, you know, that's a wait and see. Um, and I really think his future, as far as long term, kind of depends on the impact he makes this season. Well, you just said it. You could all, you could see Hardman or Pringle step it up just because they are worried about someone taking their job now, too. So it might not be impactful for him being on the field, but come practice time, maybe Hardman makes a couple of those catches he usually drops because he's worried about getting chipped off. That's true. Yeah, he, he could elevate everybody else around him, yep. Absolutely, and Hardman's the one that, you know, the pressure does kind of fall on, and you kind of nailed that. I mean, he's he's kind of at that point in his contract and career where he needs to start making the plays and be worthy of that high pick that they spent on him. I, I would agree 100%. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't think they would have brought Gordon in if they uh, – if they didn't want to either push him or they were set on him being more of a gadget guy, that speedster that you run the end arounds, like they've been using him for the last couple of years. So I think uh, it was either to push or to say, hey, we need a true number two. The the thing that I see about the whole thing is it's a it's a win-win for Kansas City. They, they won't lose anything by signing them. So, I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer for Kansas City. You might as well bring the talent on and see what happens. Absolutely. Well, before we let you go, do you have any other locks that you want to – or ones that are interesting that uh, that you want to mention? I, I would like to do a hot take right now, and I kind of talk to you at work about it. Um, three games of the season, who would have thought that the Dallas Cowboys look like a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs right now. I mean, I mean seriously though, who whoever would have guessed that? If I would have said that at the beginning of the year, you would have laughed me. You would have laughed at me just like you are now. I'm still me gonna. Boots, you know, they look good. Um, they look. And good. I'm not saying they're they're a better team at the end of the year. I'm saying right now, Dallas Cowboys. If you just go by the eye test, look like a better team than Kansas City. We kind of talked about it. How Kansas City is the one. Um, mistake as far as punting goes with the Cleveland Browns from being 0-3, which is a huge storyline because you know people are talking undefeated season, um, all these things about Kansas City and Dallas, kind of the opposite. They were talking about their defense and Dak coming off injury and how they, they constantly underperform. And right now as we sit week three, Dallas is one of the bigger surprises, and Kansas City is one of the bigger disappointments. You know, and I, and I will say, you know, without these uncharacteristic turnovers that Kansas City's had, even if they were say two and one, and Dallas two and one, I think they might be the most comparable looking teams in the NFL. They both have high powered offenses, and they both have some deficiencies on defense. You know, if you look at them side by side, that might be the case. Yeah, and. You know, Dallas' defense hasn't played terrible. You know, the first game against Tampa Bay was a high-scoring game, but right. Tom Brady's been on fire this year, too. I think Kansas City's biggest storyline is their defense, but also their offensive line and how that progresses through the year. Absolutely. Um, it's very early in the season. they got young guys on the offensive line, so how they develop throughout the year um, and mesh together is one of the bigger storylines, I would say, with Kansas City. Dallas has got a little more mesh going on right now because they've been together for the most part. And so I, yeah. I, would, I would agree there. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, Mitch. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and thanks for having me, guys. You bet. And hope uh, look forward to seeing you either uh, in a couple weeks or, or two or three weeks, all right? Yeah, let's all right. do it. Take it easy. Yep. Bye. All right.
that was our first official call in on uh, on our podcast. So went I, good. It, was, it, it went really good, and I hope it sounds good on on the on the video and everything. So, uh, so the next team on the three and the crown cut and cool it would be the Broncos. Actually, now <laughs> this is this is a little bit tougher because I mean let's let's be realistic. Their their schedule has not been difficult at all. So uh, the, the teams they've played is 0 and 9. Yeah, they, they <laughs> yeah, 0 and 9. They're, 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 so they're the three really... teams they've played have also not won a single game. And that's I should have brought that up with Mitch on here because it, I mean it's really hard to judge a team 3 games into the season. And you can look and go Kansas City's 1 and 2. Okay. Well, they're disappointed. They've lost a game with a fumble at the end when they're in field goal range. They had four turnovers in the game against the Chargers, uh, and they still only lost by, what, six? Uh, so, I mean, it, you can look at that and go, well, they played tough teams. They played Baltimore. They played San Diego, or, uh, excuse me, L.A. I still say San Diego. I'm going to call them San Diego for, yeah. for the remainder of the season. Uh, and then you look at a team uh, like, and we played – Kansas City played Cleveland too, and then you look at a team like Denver, and they played. Let's let's look at Denver's schedule here. I I I know they played the Jets last, zero and three. They do have the Ravens, and then they have the Raiders coming up as well. So the Raiders are going to be interesting because that's that's going to you know someone's going to have to lose. And they got to play Kansas City twice. They got to play the Raiders twice, and they got to play the Chargers twice. So they've the Giants. Uh, they they beat and they, they beat them by fourteen. Uh, they beat Jacksonville by 10, and they destroyed the Jets 26-0 because they are really terrible. And Zach Wilson's kind of a disappointment so far. It's not not pretty. Um, So calling them 3-0, I'm going to say cut that. I I don't believe that they're a playoff team. Uh, I think they're they're better than last year. I think Bridgewater's doing a really Mm -hmm. good job, and I think he's definitely the pick over um, Drew Locke. But, yeah, I'm going to say cut with them. I say they get beat by Baltimore handily. Oh, yeah. I, I would agree. So, you can take Mitch's lock of the week if you want, but I'm saying Baltimore wins handily. Over. Or I shouldn't say handily. I think Baltimore wins, but I think it's it's by So, you crown, crown cut or cool it on them? I'm cut it. Okay. Or, or yeah. You're cut it. Cut, cut them. It. All right. Next one is the 3-0 Panthers. This is interesting. Well, McCaffrey's hurt now. So, now we really get to see. I know. I missed out on picking up uh, Chuba Hubbard in my other uh, fantasy football league. Somebody had a higher Someone waiver pick than I did. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be the interesting thing. Can you get through a couple weeks and go one and one without McCaffrey? Because he's the dude. So, without that play-action ability. And, and I, I Darnold's playing good this year. I think he obviously looks better than what he did at the Jets. I think that proves that it was the Jets' problem and not a Darnold problem. Right. But, I don't know. I'm going to say cool it with them. I definitely ain't going to say crown. Now, if they come out and win the next two games without McCaffrey, then we can revisit this. But I'm going to go with cool it at the moment. Yeah, see, and, and uh, I, I'm torn between the cool it and the cut him. I just don't believe that uh, in the NFC that they're going to be able to make the playoffs unless they win their division, which I think that's, you know, that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm, you know what, I, I'm going to say cut them right now. I don't think they're as good as what they played. Um, so uh, next 3-0 team is Arizona. I think they're hot right now. I think, I mean, eventually they're, they're going to wear out. Murray's good, and he's got some really good weapons. He has Hopkins, which in my opinion is the best receiver right. in the league. Um, 
Kirk's doing good, and then that Rondo Moore's coming out and actually doing a really good job too. Uh, a couple of their wins have been a little bit of luck. I mean... And they haven't had an overly tough schedule. Tennessee was not playing well that first game. Uh, Minnesota, I'm sorry. I know they won this last week, but they started off slow at 0-2. And Jacksonville hasn't won a game. Well, so, Minnesota won it. Well, Minnesota did Minnesota things by missing a chip shot to win that game. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, kicker. Kicker. <laughs> no, I... Um, oh, sorry. I I'm think not. I would say cool it with them. Um, I'm not going to crown them. I'm not going to cut them. I think they're they're a playoff team. And they're in a tough division, too. Probably the toughest division to play in. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And that's the only reason I'm going with Cool It on them because they are in a really tough division. It's going to be really tough to get in. They'll have to get in on a wild card because I don't think they're winning that division. No, I don't think they win it either. Um, they might be in the, They're probably in the toughest division in football. Absolutely. Right they got to play, what, Seattle 49ers and the Rams? Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. – and you got to play them twice. That's a gauntlet right there. I mean, um, and that takes us to the 3-0 and and the Rams. And as you guys all know, they Pretty were easy. they were my Super Bowl pick on the NFC side. Yeah, the crown for sure. They went out there and beat Tampa, and they didn't just beat Tampa. They – they look good. Tampa. They, um, they beat them handily. McVay got who he wanted, someone that can sling the ball, and the defense looks great. I think, in my opinion right now, they're a Super Bowl favorite. They should be. They should be. They look really mm-hmm. good. They're not making mistakes. Um, I think that is one tough team, and I, I've been saying it since they took Stafford. I said right away, I said, that's all they're missing. They got good receivers. They got good a good running game. They have an outstanding defense. As long as they, as they can stay healthy throughout this season – I don't know if anybody can beat them. Well, the same thing. They're in a tough division. They do got to play Seattle twice. They have to play the 49ers right. twice. And Arizona, you know, they're they're not bad. So we'll see. I think they win the division, but I think their record at the end of the year looks a little. And we can, you know, we can evaluate this too on schedule. They played Chicago. Sorry, Chicago's not good. No. Uh, Indy, who doesn't look good. And they, they only beat Indy 27-24. And, I, you know, and then they... They, they did beat Tampa Bay. Their most impressive team was mm-hmm. against the toughest team they've played. So, I mean, you know, it's hit or miss. Like I said, week three, it's tough to tell. Yep. You know, we get to the meat of their schedule. You know, they got Arizona-Seattle next two games, and uh, and they're at Seattle, so that's always tough. Uh, but then they get a pretty light again. They got the Giants, Detroit, Houston. Jeez. Wow. That is a pretty easy that's little a, roll. That's a pretty uh, pretty easy, and that two of those are away, so you only got one home game, but who cares? And then you go back into, you know, you got you do have some some tough games going forward after that. So, But I'm going to say crown them yep, with great. them because I, I think they're they're the cream of the crop in the NFC. So we're done with the three and O's. Let's go to the O and threes. Now, the first one, Jets. O and three. Trash. <laughs> oh, they're boy, they're bad. bad. Um. They got Woody, Zach Wilson threw four picks against New England two weeks ago and then comes out and lays an Easter egg again today, or goose egg, what I should say. Um, I just, they're bad. I yeah. don't, when do they start going, hey, maybe we can go after the number one pick again? Right, um, right. That's, because they should have Trevor Lawrence right now, which is really funny. But right. uh, they're just bad. I I. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about them. They're gonna. They're three years away from being competitive. Two, maybe two, two at, at least. least. Um, they have no one, and then I think, I think they're a two-win mm-hmm. team this year. I think they squeak out two wins somehow. That's it. The way they've looked, I, I they might. You know, I thought Detroit was bad, but they hung with with Baltimore. I, I think 
the Jets have the best possibility to go 0-17. Could. Absolutely. And how embarrassing would that be? <laughs> That'd just be terrible. So, um, Colts are 0-3. Is, is Wentz overrated? I mean, is it time? I mean, he just... So, what was a stat that I heard that he's 0-7 on his last... Or on his last seven starts, or maybe nine. He's won or lost nine consecutive starts. Something like that, that... It's a lot of games not winning. You know, I watched the highlights of that game this week, and I didn't think Wentz looked that bad. I just don't think he has the supporting cast to do what they want him to do. And, of course, injury bugs always got to be a problem. And I'm rooting for Wentz just because he's a North Dakota State boy. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to see him do bad, but eventually you got to go out and win the game. you got to get some Ws. Even if they're ugly, you have to get some wins and – They'll give him this year. Colts might give him next year, but if he's not they, winning after they that, they've got such a good offensive line. They've got a really good defense. I am so I, I'm into cool it on on these guys. I, cool I, I I I you know what? I might even be say crown just for the basis. I don't think they're this bad. I think that I think I think they can still win seven games, eight games at least, at least. So I'm I'm gonna say cool it. Let's see how they turn out. Um, you know that's that's tough, but. Where you're going? I mean, I'm I'm going cool just because it's question marks. I right. don't know. It's still one well, wins. We got you need to you need to rattle some wins off to get to get that pressure off, and because more losses is just building pressure, building pressure. Right. Uh, the Jags. So Urban Meyer. You know how I feel about Urban Meyer. Uh, new um, team. New team. I mean, it's, a, just, it's a whole new team. They're finding their identity. I mean, this year I'm going to say cool it on them just for the fact that it is such a new team. I mm-hmm. I think they. I mean, are they bad? Yes. Is Trevor Lawrence still learning? Yes. Peyton Manning set a record for most interceptions in, as a as a as a rookie. So let's just cool it a little bit on them. He gets a free year, maybe two. I mean, you don't really have to get a couple wins this year. That's fine, but just show improvement. I think is if I was a Jags fan, I just want to see slow improvement. Um, right. I think that's what to look forward to. He made a couple bad calls, but he also made a couple nice passes too. It's still Trevor Lawrence. He's still got a great arm so i will see in a couple years but this year i mean i'd say cut them this year if i had to pick one of the three i just don't think <laughs> yeah for the year i'd say cut them too I, I think they're 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 gonna load up some draft picks and uh, as long as urban meyer doesn't have a heart issue well too many times i guess so Two of them. uh you know i i just I, I wonder if we're gonna see the the nick saban like Oh, the NFL is harder than I thought. I think I'll go. Oh, oh Alabama? Sure. I'll go back. <laughs> I'll go back, you know. Uh, but who knows? I mean, uh, sometimes you fail upward. Yeah, it just need some thoughts. time with them. I mean, we'll see. Like this year is just, a, like I said, a free year. It's get a couple wins maybe, but that's just look at improvement. Find your identity of who you want to be. Um, Giants. How are the Giants this bad for so long with so much talent? I don't yeah, know. Saquon Barkley, and and you've got uh, uh you've got um Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. They've wasted his career, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, you know they've got some good talent on wide receivers. The defense isn't terrible. Well, on paper isn't terrible, and they cannot win. No. I, I'm saying cut the Giants. I don't think they have a prayer in a division that is as bad as, oh, as any division. You you got Dallas, which obviously we know is the best in the division. Yep. You know Washington's terrible. Philly's not good, um, and and you get the Giants, who probably have more talent on mm-hmm. their on their team than either of those two last two teams. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I'm in with cut them. I think they're 
they're I don't want to say overrated because they do have the talent. I Daniel Jones, I, I think they're going to go through his contract and then move on. I don't think he's going to be there for very long. They need to get some talent around him. But uh, the Lions. Um, I'm going to say cool it. I am too. You know, <laughs> they were too. supposed to be the Jets. They were supposed <laughs> to be the O for team. Well, but they should be 2-1 right now. We were talking about them. Yeah, we were talking about them going 0-17. Yeah, laugh it up. And and then they almost pull out one against and it, uh, you know, if it weren't for a 66 record, 66 mm-hmm. yard field goal by Tucker. Yep. They would have won that game. They should have. I mean, and he had a doink it in, which is oh. funny. Um I they should have won that, which the Ravens is supposed to be a good team. And then I'm trying to think of who they played week one, but they had them down a little bit too. Yeah, and you know, I think the Lions are outperforming. I'm going to say cool it on them. Uh, you know, I'll be honest though, they, they might be a crown if they can get a head of steam. I mean, the Packers look terrible the first week and I know they look better the last two and they're probably going to win the division, but the bears, and we'll get to that later, but the bears are God awful. I don't know how they have a win. Yeah. They are terrible. Uh, and the, uh, the, the Vikings are hit, hit or miss. Yeah. They're, they're. See how they I mean, do. they're not going to win the division, and I know the Lions aren't going to the playoffs, but they're going to get they're going to get some wins in there. Yeah, absolutely. I really, really think so. So, um, in correlation with this, I did add a little segment called "Relax." Just relax. Nobody freak out. And this is more aligned with uh, early in the season because everybody overreacts to everything: wins and losses, and records and division records. And, and the first one would be the Chiefs. Everybody is just like, oh my gosh, the Chiefs are one and two. It's falling apart. The sky is falling. And I watch these these uh, these threads on on. I, I follow a lot of Kansas City Chiefs pages, and I had to make a post. And I don't post on Facebook or social media unless it is for business or for the podcast. <clears throat> and these people are like, our defense is terrible. We're never going anywhere. And I, I said, just chill the f out, okay? We lost two games based four turnovers, which is not normal for the Chiefs, on a fumble against Baltimore in while we're in field goal range to win the game, okay? Just weird stuff is happening. Chill out. Relax. It's three weeks into a now 17-game season. They'll be fine. I, I don't think you should have to worry, but I don't know if I'd go as far as say everything's just going to be just fine. Um, the interesting thing I'm going to keep an eye out for is for the last three years, Chiefs have had everything go right for them. It's been fun and fun and fun. Well, now there's a little, ah. They've lost two games in a row. They lost two games in a row and were six and four. Excuse me, they were five and four at one time in the season they went and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They ripped off nine straight. It's not about being good now. It's being good the last 10 games of the no, season. No, I agree. I just, and I don't think there's going to be fighting in the locker room or anything, but there's going to be some fingers. There's always fingers point at oh, losses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I think they're going to be fine. It's just, it's fun to watch. And it's not just because you're a Chiefs fan. It's always fun to watch the big boys falter a little bit. <laughs> I mean, how, how many of you root against Brady? Everyone. 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 For the longest time. So <laughs> it's kind of like, all right, let's bring you back down a little bit. Um, there's some pressure now. I mean, oh, yeah. there's, especially, who do you play this week? 
uh, we get uh, we get the Eagles. The Eagles this so, week, but then it's the Bills next week, which is going to be yep. a good game. So don't look too forward to the Bills and yeah, slip I, up against the Eagles. Oh, yeah, and, and they, they know they need to get a win. And I'll be honest, you know, I was like, <laughs> when Hilaire fumbled that ball at the end of the Baltimore game, I wanted to take him out back and, and, and beat him with a stick, you know. But the fact of the matter is, he hadn't. That was his first fumble in his entire career. Yeah, he's, and then he I has mean, a second one in San Diego. What are the odds? Of there's that been happening? a lot of turnovers this year on a lot of teams, which is good to see. I mean, it's I, I like seeing some turnovers. It makes the games a lot more exciting. That's for sure. I'm just saying, relax. There's nothing to to be freaking out about yet. They're one and two. One win gets them back to 500. Two wins gets them above 500. Well, and and they they got to play these division games. They're one game out. It's fine. I will say, um, you know, Herbert's record against the Kansas City Chiefs is probably better than Derek Carr's or anybody in Denver. Yeah, that's for sure. Absolutely, he's, he's got two. Good. He's the only one that's got two wins against mm-hmm. against Mahomes in that division. Um, and a win in Arrowhead is huge right now. It's oh. one of those that, oddly enough, they beat him last year. Uh, Denver or uh, Raiders beat him last year in Arrowhead. Was it in Arrowhead yeah. when that happened? There are only two losses in the division in five years. Are both at Arrowhead? Okay. Well, uh, Mahomes because they they did lose in the division to Sandy or to the Chargers at the end of the year, but they said Kansas City rested all their stars. Oh yeah, that's right. So, which didn't matter. So the other team, and I think that everybody can agree, Seahawks one and two, one and two Seahawks, relax. They're, they're going to be fine. They they I know they just got beat by the Minnesota Vikings, but the Minnesota Vikings have some talent on that offense. They can play as long as and Dalvin Cook wasn't playing, which really made me mad because yeah. I I have uh, Dalvin Cook uh, in fantasy football, and and I think Minnesota uh, you know that schemed really well and and they beat them up pretty good. Some turnovers. I think another team. You got Russell Wilson. You got DK Metcalf. You got Tyler Lockett. You've got a good running game. You've got a good defense. They're going to be fine. Their only problem is the division they're in. That's, I was going to say, they're, they're still a great team, but I don't know if they make the playoffs. because. Two, Good thing there's three wild cards. Yeah, two teams. of those teams are going to yeah. be in the, the playoffs. But, I mean, to me, it's between the Seahawks and the 49ers. You know, this is the first season ever that an entire division could make the playoffs. Which is crazy. Isn't that nuts? I mean, they're... Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in that division. That right division now. might... That entire division might make the playoffs. They might take all three wild card seeds. The only reason I don't think they will is because they're going to beat each other up. Right. I don't, you know, Rams, as good as we we think they are, they're not going to win every single mm-hmm. division game. I mean, you want to go one and one at least, and then maybe get a couple two and O's. Don't go zero and two. You might see a team like the Saints sneak in somehow because they're playing better than anybody expected too. They are. They are. So, I mean, I, I thought they were going to be at the bottom of the barrel, but Jameis Winston's, Playing okay, he's yeah. playing good. So I can't really, can't really. Uh, I I brought a couple things up because the last segment we're doing is called Dunk and Doink, not Dunk and Drink, like I wrote down here. It's Dunk and Doink, and here's the the reason why, what I wanted. I wanted a, a slam dunk, a guy that you can count on all the time, and I don't know why they don't use him more. And my pick was Derrick Henry. I and not that he put up huge stats in that Tennessee game. Uh, I watched or in that uh, in Tennessee's game the other day. I watched the highlights of him running, and there was not a single play that he wasn't slamming through somebody, knocking somebody over, stiff arming them to the ground. 
I would give him the ball every single play. I wouldn't. A, I'd throw the ball like eight times. He's a big dude. Why would oh you ever want to try to tackle on him? I you you got to be scared to death coming downhill at him from the safety position. He's going, tall. he is going to kill me. Yeah, he's and he's fast for as big as he oh. is. I mean, he doesn't have super quick acceleration, but his top end is pretty is is go up there. I don't even think the best running back in the L or in in the NFL is even close. I think he is way above the rest. I don't think there's a better running back by far. I would agree because he can catch. Um, so he's a bruiser, but he, he also has really good hands. Where you know you say you take someone like Zeke who still just can't catch the ball and he can't hold on to it. Um, yeah, he hasn't fumbled this year yet, but we'll see if so those come who, out. Did you pick a? Did you pick a, a dunk? You know, I, I was thinking. I, this week, I'm going to give Justin Tucker praise. I mean, the dude never right. misses. <laughs> yeah. And when you're when you're 66 yards out, and the way he makes it, where he hits the crossbar and then it just plops over. I mean, wow. I and I'm so happy it took it away from a Denver player that hit him in mile high where the air is thin. The last two was Elam and Prater. Both played for Denver. Both kicked those balls in Mile High yep. Stadium where the air is thin. He kicked this in Baltimore. You're a sea level. Yeah. Okay. So he, how far could he kick it in Arrowhead? Seventy? Could he clear a seventy? I mean, I, I don't know. It's coach is going to let him try. I mean, sixty-six <laughs> yeah, yards. Yeah, that's like, kick away, buddy. Kick I, away. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to definitely go. I'm going to give Tucker the props this week because that's that is crazy. Uh, and my doink of the week. Oh, I was so. Looking forward to Justin Fields doing well. I happen to have some uh, a lot of football cards that I've acquired over this le- this year, and I have a ton of Justin Fields rookie cards. And I was like, yeah, well, they'll be valuable if he doesn't suck. Well, turns out he kind of sucks. Uh, not good at all. Uh, he's kind of following the credo of that Ohio State quarterback that comes in and just sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the problem was, was the, do you start him, do you sit him, do you start him, do you sit him? And then Dalton gets hurt. Um, now, the nice thing is, he, I mean, I think obviously he clearly start Dalton and just sit Justin for a while. Right. Um, tough. Six for 20, 68 total yards. So, I was listening to some of the guys on, on ESPN talk about this, and I think, uh, was it Bruce, uh, Brad, uh, Bruce Gradkowski or Brad, I don't remember his first name, um, was was saying that, one, he was, would be shocked if Nagy didn't get fired this week. Mm-hmm. And that it was probably the worst game plan and execution he's ever seen in an NFL game. They didn't have 100 yards of total offense. No. That, I mean, is, that is embarrassing. How do you not fire your coach? And I'm a Nagy fan. He was an offensive coordinator for Kansas City. So I kind of root for the Bears. But that is embarrassing. Yeah. This whole situation you should have done well. And they still have Nick Foles on the bench, too. You forget about that. <laughs> what, <laughs> obviously, obviously, Justin Fields is not ready to start in the NFL. Why don't you put Nick Foles in, sit him, let him learn, and, and develop him? Because yeah. this is not getting anywhere. Well, I mean, that, that is a crazy stat line. His average pass was 3.4 yards. 3.4. Would he take nine sacks? And I think a few of those yeah, wasn't nine. really for the defense. It was him just trying to extend the play instead of going, dude, throw it away. Um, there's another play, don't take the loss of yardage. Uh, you know, as far as playing him, yeah, every every Chicago fan was screaming for him to start. If I was I a Chicago know. fan, I would have been the same way. Play the young kid, play the young kid. But Because he did look okay in preseason. But then you remember, that's why it's called preseason. Right, right. 
Uh, do you have a doink of the week, or did you just kind of stay away from that because Justin Fields was the doink yeah, of the week? <laughs> I think the whole – well, I would just put it on the entire Chicago – I mean, the whole the whole offense. Right. I, I would, too, and I, I think it falls on the coaches. Something that bad is coaching. It's, I mean, yeah, that's the game plan was obviously terrible. So, um, I want to just to to end the podcast up. We're we're getting close to our time here. So, uh, I want you to pick uh, your your what is the game you're looking forward to this week, and what do you think the outcome is going to be? Um, you know, I suppose obviously the clear the clear game that's going to be interesting to watch is Bucks pass, just because it's Brady going back to um, Foxborough. Uh, I think. It's closer than everybody thinks. I don't think the Bucks just tear tear the Patriots apart. I think it's close. I think the Bucks win, but I think it's very, very close. Mm-hmm. See, I think I'm looking forward to Arizona Rams because okay. I think they're it, it's a division game. They're both really good, and we'll see how good Kyler Murray really is against a really good defense, yeah. and we'll see how Stafford is against a really good defense. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would take the under on that game just because I know the over is going to set be set really high. I would take the under on that game all day long. Take the under? Absolutely. I, I think that's a slam dunk. We'll see how Murray is when Don, yeah. Donald's running down the hill right. at him. <laughs> well, uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, Follow us on YouTube. It's Armchair Football on YouTube, uh, and and I gotta uh, I'll get some links sent out. Uh, we're doing the video, um, and it's all going to be YouTube links now on Facebook. So it's not going to be the Facebook Live anymore. Uh, I can edit out our idiocracy, uh, you know, before we we publish this. Um, <clears throat> Probably be back in two, three, four weeks, somewhere around there. Uh, do another podcast. We'll see how interesting. If everything gets really crazy, we may have to jump in here and do one just to cover some of this stuff. Uh, but uh, we're really looking forward to getting that going. Um, I will be putting out a uh, uh, armchair football Arrowhead edition. Um, I will be doing that also tomorrow. Or well, I'll be doing that today when this gets published, which is is going to be Thursday. Um, but otherwise, uh, we look forward to next week. Take care. <laughs>